Welcome to the Gagnier Gobble. I'm your host, Matthew Gagnier. It's the weekend of February 29th when the podcast will be released. Um, yeah, so um, today I want to change things up. Instead of making this into a reporting thing, which wasn't exactly my idea of the podcast, after reviewing um, the last couple of podcasts, I've decided to change things up. I'm not going to do any like updates or anything like that. Um, any news style or any scores like that. I um gonna, I'm gonna turn this into more of an opinionated podcast. And today I want to talk about the NCAA tournament. This weekend is the final weekend for many non-conference teams, or not non-conference teams. Uh, for mid-major teams outside of the power conferences like the Big Ten, the ACC, the Big East, the Pac-12, the SEC. And get to the little guys in Division One college basketball. Now, what I've decided to do is I've gone through all the standings in college basketball and looked at the top 25 rankings, their matchups against top 25 teams, regardless if that team's top 25 now or even top 25 at the time. Looking at cold streaks, hot streaks, looking at what could happen um, in the next couple weeks of college basketball. Now, the selection committee will select the 68 teams of the NCAA tournament, also known as March Madness, on March 15th. Now, here this weekend of Sunday, March 1st, many of the mid, uh, there are going to be quite a few mid major schools. That will be kicking off their conference tournaments. One in particular for me personally, the Liberty Flames will be their conference wraps up their regular season on Saturday, February 29th. Now, here's here's what I would like to do in regards to um talking about March Madness. Is I'm going to give you the 68 teams I believe. On this current moment, if the committee was selecting today, would put their bracket together. Now, if you're thinking that I looked at, say, FoxSports.com or ESPN.com and just went, oh, well, let me just rearrange it. No. The only thing I looked at was may- if maybe one conference either just had one automatic team getting in or – where they were allowing a couple more teams in, just to make sure I wasn't adding teams that, say, only get a shot if uh, they win their conference tournament. And in many of these cases, uh, for the mid-major schools, this is the team that's leading their conference in the regular season title. This will probably not be the exact tournament by the time March Madness hits, but this is what it looks like if it were held today. So right now my one seeds are Baylor, Gonzaga, Kansas, and Florida State. People are going to be a little surprised about Florida State, but I think they have the resume and the record to prove that they could be a number one seed, especially if they do well in the ACC tournament. My number one overall seed will be Baylor, and they will head up the Midwest region, and I'm going to start with that region. They will play the winner – 
of the playing game in Dayton, Ohio, between North Texas and Siena as the 16 seeds. Um, the next matchup in the Midwest region will take eight seed Arizona State. They looked good against the Oregon Ducks last week. Um, hopefully for them, they can keep that momentum going to possibly jumping a little bit more in the field of 68. The ninth seed will be Wichita State. So the Sun Devils and the Shockers will play each other. Uh, that, that could be a really interesting game right there. At the five seed, I've selected Michigan State. They um they've been on a little bit of a cold streak, but they can win some games down the stretch and do well in the Big Ten tournament. I can see them going up, or if they don't play well, I can see them falling down the rankings. I have them taking on 12 seed Belmont. Belmont, um, Belmont out of the Ohio Valley Conference would be their conference champion. At four seed, I would take Seton Hall. They've had a pretty good year, some big wins. They will take on uh, the American East Conference, 13 seed Vermont. Um, I can see Vermont pulling an upset possibly in this Northeast um, matchup. The six seed, I have Illinois. Illinois has been pretty good this year, and I think they can also go up in the rankings in the Big Ten if they can get some wins down the stretch. They'll take on a dangerous 11 seed in Stephen F. Austin. Stephen F. Austin in the Southland Conference with a 25-3 and record with a chance to do some damage once again in March Madness. The third seed I take is Creighton. They've had an excellent season coming out of nowhere and are in the top 10, I believe, in the AP pool. As I also mentioned that I'm not doing this based off of the rankings either, because those typically aren't exactly accurate. I did not look at the rankings, so some of them may be a little bit out of place. But once again, this is an opinion, and this is based off of what I see and possibly what the committee will look like. I have them taking on 14 seed Rhode Island out of the Atlantic 10. And I think for Creighton, that should be a good, a good victory right there. At 7th seed, I take Michigan. Now, usually Michigan State and Michigan don't end up in the same region. This time around, I have them, but they probably won't play each other. Um, I mean, if they did play each other, that'd be actually pretty cool, but I don't, I don't think they will. But I have them playing 10th seed Florida out of the SEC in another Michigan-Florida matchup. They played each other last year in uh, either last year or two years ago. I can't remember at this moment. So, and the two seed I take is Duke. Duke having an excellent year. Just missing out on the number one seed that Florida State has. I have Duke taking on 15 seed Radford. So that's the Midwest region. I think the best chance of the... I think are the teams to watch are Baylor, Duke, and Creighton. Uh, as the top three seeds. I can also see upsets from Vermont, uh, Stephen F. Austin, and I can see Wichita State being a dark, a dark horse as a nine seed to make a run in the tournament. And now we head to the West region. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, let's see here, 1-seed Gonzaga will take on 16-seed St. Francis out of Pennsylvania. Um, 
Eight seed, I'll take Texas Tech in the Big 12. A little bit of lower rating for them. I think they'll definitely probably go up more. They keep uh, winning some games, but if they start losing, they could either be around an eight seed to even lower. I have them taking on a dangerous East Tennessee State team as the ninth seed. I think that could be an interesting matchup between the two. In the West region, uh, as we continue the West region, I take five-seed Iowa to take on number 12, Memphis. This is a matchup I would love to see. Um, although Memphis probably would have had a bad decision if they had Wiseman, who um, ultimately quit the team after NCAA issues and basically missing half the season anyway. So, But I think Iowa probably should be able to handle Memphis. Four seed, I take Villanova, and they'll play 13 seed Richmond. I think Richmond could be a dangerous team as a possible upset bid, but Villanova has been playing pretty consistent in the NCAA tournament as of late. Six seed, I have is Ohio State. I think they've had an excellent season. They will take on 11 seed Wright State, who, by the way, I think they could be a, the Cinderella team to watch um, in March Madness this year. Number three seed is Oregon, who I think could make a possible championship run. They'll take on 14 seed New Mexico State. New Mexico State could also pull, I, I think, could be the one 14 seed to beat a three seed this year. But, of course, March Madness, anything can happen. We'll see what happens. And, of course, this is not the exact tournament. This is just a... Um, uh, prediction as of today on February 29th. The seventh seed is Wisconsin. They've had a good run as of late. They would take on number 10, West Virginia. I think that could be a really good matchup. Uh, the two seed is Kentucky, and they would take on 15 seed Little Rock. I think Gonzaga, Kentucky, Oregon, and Villanova, and Iowa, all five could play really well. I think upset watches, possible Memphis over Iowa, Richmond over Villanova, Wright State over Ohio State. Like This could be the upset bracket as well. It could be all the top seeds. It could be all the bottom seeds pulling upsets and all that. I think the dark horse team to watch for could be Wisconsin. As the seven seed. The South region, number one seed is Kansas. They would take on the winner of the playing game between North Carolina AT and Prairie View AM. The eight seed will take on will be NC State. They will take on nine seed Marquette. Um, that could be a really good matchup. Five seed that I have is Colorado, and they take on twelve seed Liberty, where Liberty, I think. With most of their players having played in the tournament game uh, last year against Mississippi State, could try and get another upset win over Colorado. Four seed is Louisville. I think they have an outstanding matchup with number 15, Utah State. This one could go really either way. Number six seed, Virginia, will take on the winner of the playing game for the 11 seed, Mississippi State or Xavier. Um... And honestly, I think either one of those 11 seeds could beat Virginia, but at the same time, they have to be able to keep scoring against Virginia's defense. Third seed is Auburn. They would take on 14 seed Eastern Washington. 
Number 7, Houston. They'll take on number 10, St. Mary's. This is a matchup I would love to see, personally. Um, you got the best team in the American Athletic Conference, in my opinion, and one of the best teams on the West Coast, not saying the West Coast Conference, but in the West Coast in general. Probably the best team in California. In St. Mary's. Uh, the number two seed would be Maryland, and they would take on 15 seed Yale. So in the South, Kansas, Maryland, Auburn, I think are pretty good here. Um, Louisville could be on upset alert. Colorado could be on upset alert. Virginia's on upset alert. The Dark Horse, I think either Houston or St. Mary's. Um, possibly Virginia trying to go back-to-back. Um, I think the team that could do well on the upset possibly could be even Liberty. I think Liberty's got a chance at making a, um, a 12 seed and under run. So could Utah State. All right, in the East region, the last region for tonight, um, and then we're after I do this region, we're, um, we're going to go to a trivia question of the week. So this one's going to be a little bit of a shorter podcast than the standard 25 to 30 minutes I like to try and fill out. But it's been a pretty busy week for myself. So less time to prepare. And next weekend, I will be traveling to Kentucky to go see the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter. Which, by the way, USA Today recently published as the top two museums in... Uh, by, uh, yeah, the top two biblical museums to go to in the United States, which is kind of no surprise. There really isn't much of a competition when you got a life-size Noah's Ark. <laughs> um, so, but I won't go into that. And there could be a guest. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I can even get the podcast off. So no guarantees that we can get it off next week. And if not, then we'll just wait for two more weeks. And you'll have to wait for that trivia question as well. All right, so the East region. Number one seed I have is Florida State. They would take on 16 seed Colgate. Now, this is where it gets a little bit interesting here. The eight seed would be Northern Iowa. Uh, the Missouri Valley Conference, they've had an excellent year. I'd have them taking on ninth seed Indiana. Now, I have some friends who are Indiana fans, and hear me out. They need to improve their resume a little bit. Um, they've lost quite a few close games. They've also gotten pummeled in some games. So they're going to need to make a run here late in the season. And there's and they if they can make a run, then they can get a higher seed, in my opinion. The five seed is LSU. They would take out number 12, Cincinnati. Um, that could be a good matchup right there. I think LSU has the upper hand on that one, though. Four seed Penn State having an excellent year. They take on the winner of the playing game at 13 seeds, uh, California Irvine and Bowling Green. The six seed would be Butler, and they would take on 11 seed Notre Dame, a big Indiana rivalry right there. In fact, I have that, that makes it three Indiana teams actually in this part of the bracket uh, Indiana, Notre Dame, and Butler. Um, Spoiler alert, I do not have Purdue in the tournament. They, I do have them. If they can make some runs, they are on the bubble, in my opinion. 
but right now I have them out. Uh, three seed is San Diego State. That loss, I mean, they don't have too much of a resume, and that loss really did hurt them that they had last week. They will take on 14 seed Hofstra, who I think possibly could pull an upset. We'll see. 7 seed BYU versus 10 seed Rutgers. That can be an excellent matchup right there. Um, and either one of these teams could make a run in the tournament in those seedings. Number two seed I have is Dayton, and they would take on 15 seed South Dakota State. So right now, Florida State, Dayton, San Diego State, and Penn State, I think will I'm confident could make a run. I think Cincinnati can pull an upset. I think Notre Dame and Butler is a coin flip, in my opinion. I think Butler has the upper hand, but I wouldn't be surprised if Notre Dame got a couple wins in the tournament. Um, upset I wouldn't see coming would be Hofstra over San Diego State, and I think our dark horses are Northern Iowa and Rutgers, or even BYU, or even um, possibly Indiana. But I think those are your dark horses in that um, region. Now, right now, I'm going to pick my region winners um, and why. And then I'm going to pick... And that's the thing. I'm only going to pick the region winners right now. I'm not going to go in the final four matchups. Because right now, I don't even know where to put these brackets together. Um, And also... We're still like, like another like two weeks away from when they're gonna actually like release the bracket. So we still got time. Hopefully next week I'll be able to get more into who all has punched their tickets. Those mid-major schools that are hosting conference tournaments next week, and who's done for the year, and what the bubble teams look like. So. Right now in the Midwest, I think my best bet, um, I would probably have to take Baylor. Baylor's been pretty consistent this year, and they've played really well basketball, whether it's on the road or at home, against top five teams or against the little guys. Baylor, I think, is the best bet in the Midwest region. In the West region, I'm going to take, this is a tough one. I think Iowa makes a run, and I think Iowa, the way it's set, can knock off Gonzaga. They can knock off Villanova. They can knock off Oregon and Kentucky. Um, I think Iowa is going to pull an upset and go to the West and go to the Final Four. The South region, um, I think Maryland or Auburn. I, you know what? We're going to go with this. We're going to go Auburn. Auburn gets to the Final Four, beating Maryland in the Sweet 16 and beating Kansas in the Elite Eight. I mean, that's a tough road for Auburn, but I think they've got the talent to do it. And in the East region, I mean, I'm going to have to pick... Uh, I'm going to go with Florida State. I think they're going to be just overmatching on San Diego State and Dayton and Penn State. Um, I think they just have the upper hand in that region. It's, I think, the easiest region that's set up right now. 
So, alrighty. So our trivia question of the week last week was, um, Alfonso Stack created what football practice item that is still in use today? And now I didn't get any response um, from this trivia question, but it was something that is it, it you just don't think about. But Alfonso Stag created the tackling dummy, and this is close to a hundred years ago. And so um, that is the answer to the trivia question from last week. A little bit harder. Uh, we're going to go with an easier question of the week this week. And so this is something you need to answer in the next week or so, or next week, or yeah, or so if uh, we don't have a podcast, we'll have the answer for you in two weeks. But Duke's head coach, Mike Krzyzewski, or Coach K, um, if you don't want (laughs) to try to pronounce that full name, um, because it is hard to pronounce, but Coach K, um, Coach K has been coaching at Duke for many years. But what school did he attend in college, and what school did he coach at before being com- becoming the head coach at Duke? So that is your trivia question for this next upcoming week. I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast, a little bit of college basketball preview. Um So we're going to be talking more about college basketball as we continue. And then plus, Major League Baseball spring training is in full swing now. And opening day is just less than a month away. So NBA playoffs are coming up in the next couple months, and so is the NHL playoffs. And the XFL is three weeks into their inaugural season. So we got more to come. But we're going to go more towards an opinionated show to where we're just talking about stuff. And right now, with March Madness right around the corner, this is where I will be heading towards. I hope you have a great weekend, and I hope you have a great week ahead. May God bless. Thank you.